0: Welcome to the latest episode of Wrestling with jonas Live, part of the Jonas Podcasting Network, of course. This is episode 206, and today I'm delighted uh, to be joined all the way across the pond there uh, by the vape god, Fletch Malone. So, Fletch, fantastic having you on the show. Um, I was going to introduce you as one of the, uh, the most promising uh, young performers, young wrestlers to come out of the Wisconsin area, um, and that's true as far as I can see, but uh, how the devil are you, my friend?
1: I'm I'm doing wonderful, man. It's a it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and you know promote the brand a little bit.
0: Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. So much to talk about uh, regarding yourself, your career, um, how you got started in the business, um, indie wrestling in the in the Wisconsin area. Um, but uh, let, let's start off. You now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I've got my facts right here. You're the current BCW, uh, Brew City Wrestling all Wisconsin fair and festival heavyweight champion. Uh, so congrats, my friend, uh, congratulations, champion. So- uh, I appreciate uh, y- it. Y- you, you, you you already won that a short while ago, I understand, but how does it feel right now uh, to be the all Wisconsin fairs and festivals heavyweight champion? Tell me about it.
1: Well, uh, full disclosure, I am no longer the fairs and festival champion. I lost it. Ah, in what the, happened? Uh, I lost it in a battle royal at Summerfest last week. No, you know, it, it happens. It, it's a battle <laughs> royal. Anything can happen, you know, got I, I, low blow. Nick Colucci got him out of there and I was laughing. And then the guy who ended up winning, uh, his name's Armando Alvarez. He ended up coming out and eliminating me. And I turned around. And I was like, what is this? What is this? I thought we were friends.
0: That's just not on, is it really? That's just not on at all. But, uh, well, I, 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 I... Hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure um, there's more championship gold around the oh. corner. And uh, oh, yeah. hey, uh, b- based on what happened at the, at the uh, Battle Royal, uh, there's got to be some comeuppance there. There's got to be a rematch of some, some sort. And that's going to headline the show. Uh, there's been a bit of vengeance there, a bit of comeuppance. But uh, when we're talking about BCW, of course, we're talking about Brew City Wrestling Basin. Um, Wakoshi, Wisconsin, Wau-Koushi. how do you pronounce that? Waukesha wisconsin i think that's between uh, madison and milwaukee isn't it so uh, it is it's uh, always you're, great to hear,
1: between those. it's always great to hear people that aren't <laughs> from wisconsin or don't live in wisconsin pronounce wisconsin city names it's hilarious Yes, that
0: that that's a bit of a tongue twister for anybody outside of that area. Um, but uh, I mean, the company's been around since 2004, so a fair old while. So what's we'll that, 17 years now. But uh, for any of my listeners or viewers um, who may not be too familiar with Brew City Wrestling, it's, it's one of the main, if not the main promotion in that area. Tell us a bit about the company and uh, when you first became involved with it.
1: Uh, so Bruce city wrestling is run by Frankie DeFalco. Uh, he runs thumpers Academy down in Cudahy, Wisconsin. It's where I train with him currently. Um, and you are correct in that Bruce city is easily the number one promotion in the Milwaukee area. Um, followed closely by ICW Milwaukee, but that's, you know, another story for another time in the podcast. Um, but Bruce city wrestling, it's, it's an awesome experience. Um, just the, the amount of superstars and people and talent that I've gotten to meet and work with—it's—it's it's incredible. Because you know, like Frank worked with AWA and NWA in the eight, 70s and eighties. Uh, you know, he's got all his connections and stuff. Um, I got to wrestle Hornswoggle last week. That was really cool. That was definitely a career highlight so far. He's another
0: hometown boy, isn't
1: he? Yeah, he's uh, from up in Oshkosh, about an hour hour and a half north of here. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, got a school uh, up there too, uh, ACW, yeah. if you're in that area.
0: Doing some great stuff, doing some great stuff. And, and regarding BCW, uh, Brew City Wrestling, what, what would you say kind of makes it kind of stand out and is quite unique compared to its competition or some of the other indie groups around the local area?
1: Uh, production, uh, we easily have the the best production value in, in the Milwaukee area, if not the state. Um the the storytelling is is long term it's not you you're not going to blow your load real quick yeah. you know like they're going to we're we're going to tease you and we're going to make you want more and make you want to come back yeah and then every now and then we'll you know we'll pull out a gimmick show like last month was an all cage match show like all seven matches were inside of a cage and it was awesome Um, and, and honestly, just the roster that we have, like the, the pure talent and the, the minds that we have on the roster is just, it's incredible from dysfunction to, you know, Nick Colucci to Joey Avalon. Like it's just a bunch of talented, you know, guys and gals. And I I love picking their brains and learning from them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a fantastic roster. And if, I, I think I'm right in saying that it's mostly uh, local wrestlers that have kind of performed for quite a few years with Brew City. And, um, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like I say, some quite established names there that have certainly learned the ropes over uh, over a number of years. Um, and and Brew City Wrestling, it prides itself on being um, old school, uh, kind mm-hmm. of an old school mentality,
1: and also family-friendly as well. Oh, very much so, very much so. Yeah. Uh, as far as the old school thing goes like it's it's old school psychology it's old school storytelling with new school style if that makes sense like the matches themselves are new school like it'll get you excited it'll get you on the edge of your seat but the storytelling and the psychology that's old school like it's 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 Good guy versus bad guy. Like it's very clear who's the good guy. It's very clear who's the bad guy, who you should boo, who you should cheer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And, and I, I must say, I'm, I'm very kind of uh,
0: lucky to have you on the podcast tonight because you are. Possibly one of the busiest wrestlers in the whole of the US right now. <laughs> not 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 one, not one Fletch, but two shows uh, tonight. So I, I believe uh, Bruce City wrestling and performing, and also uh, four WW. So uh, yes, fourth, fourth wall wrestling. wrestling. Yes. So so t- tell us about them two shows and uh, your involvement in those two shows.
1: Uh, so I'm honestly not sure who I am wrestling tonight at Bruce City Wrestling. Uh, it's going to be at the grand opening of the Wrestling Taco. In Milwaukee, I believe it's on 86th and Oklahoma. I'm not 100% sure I have that address. I can uh, go ahead and plug that out there real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah. As long as you 1606, 1606 South
1: 84th Street in West Allis, Wisconsin. Um, but it's the grand opening of the Wrestling Taco. Uh, we were th- we were honored to be a part of the ribbon cutting ceremony when they first opened the doors for their soft grand opening. Um, Tonight, there's going to be a taco eating contest before the show. The winner will get a hundred dollars. Uh, it's the most, the person who eats the most tacos in three minutes. So that should be very interesting. Um, the mouth of the Midwest, JP has already officially entered himself in the competition and that man can eat. So that's, that's worth watching in, in itself. And then later on in the night, I've got Fourth Wall Wrestling at uh, 75th in Oklahoma at Buena Vista Banquet Hall uh, in West Dallas. And it is going to be me, the vape god Fletch Malone, and and the white whale of professional wrestling, the violent gentleman Aesop Mitchell, taking on Woodsy. Nobody knows what Woodsy is. The dude is weird. Okay, he's just, he's all kinds of out there. Like, he reminds me of Rob Van Dam and, like, Seth Rogen mixed, if that makes sense.
0: He's going to be seen to be believed.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, he, he always says Woodsy. No one knows what Woodsy is, but whatever. It's my former tag partner, he turned on me because I didn't know what Woodsy was. That's so besides the point. CJ Cole. Uh, and then we've got the Mar Man, who is a Milwaukee legend. Uh, He is returning to the ring in tag competition, and he and Woodsy CJ Cole are going to bow down.
0: Oh, it. Yeah, it sounds like a, a hell of a show, hell of a show. Um, uh, and so just to talk a little bit about Fourth Wall Wrestling, uh, hasn't been around as long as Brew City. I think they've been around for a good six or seven years now. Uh, they, they appear to be another local promotion to keep your eye on um, and, and possibly more for, dare I say, a more adult audience, more mature audience compared to the family-friendly Brew City.
1: It, it is more adult-oriented. It's still yep. family-friendly. It's just probably more for older kids if that makes yes. sense, you know, Ooh, like, PG the teenagers, 13. You know. yeah, more like PG 13 than anything, TV 14, whatever rating you want to say. Yeah. Um, and the, the thing about fourth wall is it's called fourth wall wrestling for a reason, you know, every now and then we'll, we'll, you know, do something. You'll be like, Hey, wait a second. we We'll be like, gotcha. You know, like we'll, we'll break that fourth wall every now and then. So it's a little bit of a different atmosphere it's a little bit more fan interactive than your normal wrestling show
0: yeah yeah absolutely and uh, am i right in thinking that Bruce city are running another show tomorrow as well that you're a part of
1: yeah two shows tomorrow actually four shows wow. in two days. yeah busy, busy uh we are Bruce city is actually double shotting tomorrow we're in north prairie at two o'clock and then in waukesha at seven for fall yeah. friends where there myself and the uh, porn stash Peter Schwanz, AKA the vape gods. Yes, that's plural. He has been deemed a vape God uh, <laughs> are taking on the BCW tag team champions, uh, two men that I had mentioned earlier who are fantastic talents, Joey Avalon and dysfunction. They have named themselves disheveled. I don't, I don't get it, but whatever, Joey's a weird dude. Um, it's, it's going to be an honor and a pleasure to make them bend the knee and kiss the foot of the vape gods. Absolutely. And I have to
0: ask, are the championships on the line? Is there a oh, chance yes. you could get some gold by the end of the weekend? Oh,
1: yeah. Tag team titles are on the line, brother absolutely absolutely
0: now uh, uh, an interesting question about uh, pawn stash peter swans okay. uh, and that's such a hell of a name and a fantastic character but, but you you were you were uh, former rivals of one another weren't you you've had we matches were. before and now you're teaming together so what's the story that kind of brought you together after those matches against um, against uh, pawn stash uh,
1: so in our first match he was actually my debut uh, my singles debut in bruce city wrestling um We we had a hell of a battle, you know. He ended up pulling out the victory, but that's you know, it happens. He was the better man that day. Uh, We developed a mutual respect for each other behind the scenes, and he ended up reaching out to me when he was presented with the opportunity for the tag team titles, and I accepted. Had the paparazzi bothering me about it and everything, it was it was annoying, but you know the people needed to know. There we go. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, oh, I want to talk to you a little bit about the uh, the uh, Wisconsin wrestling scene because okay. there is a lot of wrestling legacy, isn't there? In, in there the really is. Area. Uh, and so many renowned names that have come out of the great state, including, you know say, The Crusher, uh, mm-hmm. Ed Lewis, uh, Austin Aries, Mr. Anderson, of course, and many more. Not forgetting uh, Hornswoggle, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, and, uh, I believe. Tumasa Current NXT, Tumasa, Tumasa, NXT and, uh,
1: champion, just saying.
0: Exactly, and uh, I believe uh, somebody performing on the SmackDown roster, Rick Boogs, is from the yes. Wisconsin area as act- well.
1: Yes, yes, he's uh, from—I so, want to say—the Madison area.
0: Yeah, so so that's really really interesting, and uh, kind of like you know, say all the, these names of. Uh, graced our tv screens and our wrestling rings over the many years and decades but it's really interesting to know that that wisconsin legacy kind of lives strong even today and through the independent wrestling and uh uh, through our more mainstream promotions so uh uh, give, give us your thoughts on some of them legends that i've mentioned
1: um so honestly i am fairly new to the wisconsin scene i just moved up here last february right before COVID started yeah. Um, so I am still learning the Wisconsin history of, you know, especially the indie wrestling scene. Um, cause like when I moved up here, I didn't know who dysfunction was. I didn't know who Joey Avalon was, but these are like, you know, the top guys in the state. And it's, it's really cool to like, like, I'm excited to go to my first crusher fest next month. Like it's, it's literally a whole festival in South Milwaukee dedicated to the crusher. They unveiled a statue last year and everything. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a GLCW show there. Run by uh, Dave Hero and Armani Angel, uh, Angel Armani. I don't know why I said that backwards. Um, he's gonna kill me if he heard that. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really cool to see the amount of talent that have come out of the Milwaukee area and the Green Bay area, and you know just the whole state. It's really cool. Like because yeah, yeah. you know I grew up in in the state of Georgia originally, and you know there's. There's some ta- like there's a lot of rising talent coming out of the Atlanta area, um, where you know especially like guys that I trained with. But it's it's cool to like move to a different state and see a whole different scene and see, you know, whole different styles and learn more history of the business.
0: Yeah, yeah, and from from my research and kind of watching some action from the Wisconsin area, it seems like quite a vibrant wrestling area, vibrant indie area. Like I say, we, we've mentioned a few promotions already, but uh, did you get like a, a feeling that there is something special happening in the Wisconsin area and kind of closer to where you're wrestling as well?
1: I think that Wisconsin wrestling is rebounding from COVID better than anybody could have expected. That's good because, news. like at bcw the lowest show that we've had draw wise is like 2 250 and that was battling when the bucks were in the finals yeah. which is it was like i i don't know how big basketball is over you know in the uk but in milwaukee it's it it's an entire culture in and of itself like bucks in six i had no idea what that was i had to learn the history of that and, you know, we we had a show on the day of game six and we, we weren't going to, you know, like we were barely competing with that and we still drew over 200.
0: That's impressive still. That's impressive. And considering, you know, the times that we're in at the moment and right. wrestling kind of just getting back on its feet, encouraging crowds, um, a lot of wrestling fans might still be about a bit nervous about kind of going to events where there's other people around, but uh, that's, that's pretty good. And it's good to hear that the Wisconsin wrestling scene is, is, is vibrant and exciting. Um, I'm, I'm certainly excited about uh, kind of what's happening in that area for sure. Um, but um, I want to talk a bit about, bit about yourself then, Fletch, because your, your, your character, your gimmick, uh, the vape god, uh, firstly, tell us how the gimmick started uh, way back in the day, and then uh, tell us um, who the vape god is. Uh, what, what what is the gimmick of the vape god? Uh, give us your kind of thought process behind that character.
1: Well, it's it's not really a gimmick. It's it's a lifestyle. Like, I I mean, clearly you can see. Like, I have I have a mod oh, yeah. worthy of a god. Like, <laughs> uh, I I wanted when when I first came up with the name though, um, I, I wanted to go with Modfather. And being a UK, you know, a UK resident, obviously, you know, that I could not go with the Modfather because of flash work and Webster and I almost cried the day that I was introduced <laughs> to flash work and Webster. I was like, No, that's perfect. But <laughs> um, so I was an actual smoker before yeah. I started training. Um, I was at about a pack and a half a day for four to five years. Uh, I started training and about a month, month and a half in, I was like, I I can't, I can't do this. I'm going to literally like pass out if I keep smoking cigarettes. excuse me. And one of my coworkers vaped. And, you know, before I started vaping, I was one of those people. I was like vaping. (laughs) loser. You know, like all the Subaru memes and all that stuff, like that was I was like, ha, ah, whatever. And then, like I actually tried, like I actually tried it, and within two days, I could feel a difference in my lungs. And it, I, I like to say the moment I hit the vape for the first time is when the vape god was born. You know, in in real life. So um, yeah. Yeah. But I was, you know, I, like, like I said, I started training. I was training down at uh, WWA for Atlanta with AR Fox. Um, and what he told me when, you know, I started coming up with character ideas, he said, take something either extremely outlandish that you can just fully buy into, and it's just not you at all, but it's crazy, you know, something you can live. Or take one part of you and turn it up to 15. And I was like, well... I can take this and turn it up to 20. Why not? So originally came up with the leader of vape nation. And when the uh, winning streak was happening, I was given the title by the council of gods. Uh, I was given the title of Vape God, you know, I had, I had a, had a vision brought me up into the chamber sitting. I was like, Whoa, what is this? It was like eight, nine, eight, eight nine gods just sitting around me. They were like vape God and sent me back down. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, cool. There we go. go. And we
0: all bow down to the vape god now. Oh, everyone bows down in the end. Uh, Let's talk a bit about your your wrestling fandom and how you first kind of came across uh, the sport of pro wrestling then. Uh, uh, Was you a fan from kind of an early age? Was you introduced to it by friends and family? Or did you kind of stumble across it by chance? Uh, When did you first come across pro wrestling then, Fletch?
1: So originally I was a WCW kid. I was, you know... Five, six at the height of WCW. Um, you know, my dad grew up watching wrestling, so that was something that we did together when I spent the weekends with him. Um, uh, every now and then, you know, I'd be there on a Monday. We'd watch Nitro. And being from the Georgia area, Goldberg was my guy. You know, he was he was a Georgia Bulldog. He was an Atlanta Falcon, and just the raw intensity of the character. Me as a kid, I was just like, Yo, he's awesome. Yes. And then when WCW died in 2002, I was like, mm, I don't want to watch anymore. You know, like I think Goldberg's gone. I don't care anymore. So like I'd watch intermittently like, I'd, you know, if it was on, I'd be like, oh, cool. WWE, you know, let's watch, you know, like I watched the WrestleManias. I watched the Royal Rumbles. Um, but when Goldberg came back in 2016, I was like, "Oh shit! You know, I gotta, I gotta watch this now. Like, I gotta see Goldberg <laughs> and Brock Lesnar. Yes, I gotta see Redemption for that." So I started watching, you know, regularly. Uh, went to a live show in 2017. I want to say it was a Raw in Green Bay. Uh, me being a smaller person, you know, smaller physique, stature. Uh, I saw when Adrian Neville or when Pac was still Adrian Neville, you know, he, he was a smaller guy. Obviously, he was you know he ripped, but, yes. you know, he, yeah. his stature wise, he was a smaller dude. I was like, huh, you know, if he could do it, maybe I could do it. That was the first time I had the thought. And I was like, yeah, I didn't really follow through with it. I was kind of joked around about it. And then I moved back to Georgia and started doing some backyard wrestling. <laughs> and uh, originally, I was the Manchester Mauler. You might, you might really get a kick out of this. The UK viewers will get a kick out of this. Uh, so I was an American-born kid whose parents hated America, so they moved to UK. <laughs> and I grew up in Manchester, but with, but without a British accent. You know, I still still talk to my regular voice. repped Manchester United all the way, um, <laughs> and I was just anti-American. And my first rivalry in wrestling was against the American sweetheart, and it was we ended the rivalry with a territories match. Like, it was, oh, it was so the funny. that's hilarious, the <laughs> epitome of backyard wrestling. Like it was awful. <laughs> And then I started training and I was like, All right, yeah, no, I can't do this backyard wrestling thing anymore. I'm gonna get hurt. Like Like, like I watch my backyard matches now and I just I cringe at everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you you mentioned earlier about um, AR Fox. And I know he's a trainer and a mentor of yours. Uh, How how early into your training was you introduced to to AR? Because I know that, um, like I say, you've got a a close relationship with a closer uh, professional relationship. And he is a bit of a mentor as well as being a trainer of yours. And uh, like I say, I know that you two have actually battled in the ring as well, haven't you?
1: yes yes we have um i'll go and order the questions i'll get to the match yeah. in just a second um i was actually introduced to a.r fox the day i started training he was he's the head know. trainer at wwa4 um luckily enough at the time i didn't know much about independent wrestling i didn't i'd never seen lucha underground at the time so i didn't really know who a.r fox was um so like i was able to like keep my calm i was just like oh hey you know um, you know, I'm gonna peel back the curtain just a little bit one of the main reasons that you know I wanted not one of the main reasons one of the reasons that I wanted to go to a4 Was because we have the same last name like my my shoot last name is fox And right. you know, obviously that's not his shoot last name, but I was like, oh cool That's awesome. And you know, he had a couple guys in wwe with apollo Crews and he's slater at the time And I was like, all right, cool. I'll email him. So I emailed didn't get an email back you know, I used my personal email. Um, and I was, they had a Cody Rhodes seminar about a month and a half later. I was like, cool, I'm going to go, let's go. It said, you know, all experience, welcome, whatever. I ended up getting there late, didn't get to do the seminar, but I talked to Ayla, which is AR's wife. Uh, she handles like the business side of the school. And I was like, you know, Hey, I'm so-and-so. She was like, wait, you know, so-and-so Fox. I was like, yeah, like that—that's me. She's like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought your email was a prank because apparently, people will do that all the time, claiming to be like be related to Fox." Wow. Yeah, okay. so she, so she didn't, you know, reply to my email because she thought I was pranking them, and she was like, "Oh, let's let's get you started and signed up." Blah blah blah. I was like, "All right, cool." So I was, you know, that was that was my first interaction with WWA for, um. But yeah, no, being being able to be trained by Fox was the biggest blessing I could have ever been given at the start of my career. If I had started training with anybody else, I don't know if I would have kept doing it like just the way Fox trains because he's he's extremely hands on like it's it's really hard to explain it's just it's a feeling you get from him that he wants you to learn as much as possible
0: yeah
1: and like he like i can't tell you how many nights that i stayed overnight at a4 just talking wrestling and running drills and going over situations with fox and it was the biggest blessing i could have ever gotten
0: Oh, absolutely! And uh, uh, where do you train currently? Then does uh, Bruce City or, or kind of uh, the Wisconsin area where you are? Do, do they have a training school?
1: Uh, yeah, so Bruce City Wrestling, like I said earlier, is run by Frankie DeFalco. Uh, yes. Frankie the Thumper DeFalco. He runs the Thumpers down in Cudahy. It's like a twenty-minute drive down from Milwaukee. Yeah, we yeah, that, that... Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's really really cool. And,
0: uh, and and you've been wrestling for about two years now. Am I right in thinking that?
1: Uh, give or take, yeah. I made my debut July of 2018. Uh, I ended up taking about a year off because I was suffering from a neck and shoulder injury, uh, and I was unable to get it treated because I did not have insurance. Uh, and then ironically, when COVID hit, it, gave, it I lost my dub, so I got insurance, and I was able to get treated and get fixed. So personally and professionally, COVID is the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Don't because it, it it enabled my career to get back on track, uh, like yeah. like don't get me wrong, COVID is a horrible situation, like it, it's absolutely absolutely horrible, but you know professionally it was best thing that could have ever happened.
0: Yeah, no, I totally understand. I, I want to talk a bit about your your kind of in ring style and your your move set, um, your technique in the ring because you use a lot of uh, from what I've seen in the matches uh, a variety of kicks. Uh, you've got a variety of suplexes, not forgetting that that top rope sent on. Tell us about your your in ring offense and how you've developed your your in ring style since you started them.
1: Uh, so, I grew up, you know, I grew up playing sports as a kid. I played soccer for ten years. Um, I was always, you know, I, I was had, you know, rather strong legs. So when I started wrestling, when I started wrestling, I tried using a little bit of my amateur wrestling background and I found out that I was a little bit too rusty to use my amateur wrestling background. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. Maybe I'll, you know, throw in some strikes because, you know, like I said earlier, I'm a, a smaller stature guy and you know, my, my strikes pack a punch yeah. and you know, I'm not going to be able to lift these 250, 260 pound dudes without wearing them down a little bit. So I decided to play to my strengths, you know, use my body as a weapon instead of my muscles as a weapon. Considering, you know, I, you know, I got, I got, I got some muscles, but it's nothing, it's nothing crazy. I got them long biceps instead of them tall biceps. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's, it, it started off as vape style. Uh, and then it, just kind of molded into a hybrid style between a little bit of high flying you know every now and then i'll pull out that cloud nine top rope um every every now and then i'll pull out a springboard type maneuver it's gotta be the right situation because that's 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 a high risk and and Fletch don't do super high risk you yeah. know so. it's definitely a lot of
0: explosiveness in your
1: in your oh, action definitely. A, lot of,
0: a lot of pace there a lot of explosiveness um and uh yeah i mean that that's that's kind of that's your style is it that's your niche now is, is the kicks uh the strikes and the explosiveness the occasional top rope move but uh, a very impressive kind of moveset i have
1: to say I appreciate it. Can't can't forget about that that deadly pump knee though, because if I if I hit you with that pump knee, it's done, it's done down for count.
0: It's uh, done and dusted if you hit him with that. I've seen you hit a few of your opponents, few of your unlucky opponents with that for sure. But uh, um, would, would you say that any of your your moves or your in ring style is maybe influenced by any of your wrestling heroes or maybe anybody on the scene nowadays?
1: Um. I, honestly I try to pull a little bit from everybody um, and it's not necessarily move wise it's more like there's a little bit of like there's a little bit of Miz influence in my character uh, there's a little bit of you know like Sammy Zayn orange cassidy type selling in my character um especially Sami Zayn when you know when he's a heel like I oh god I love it I love Sammy Zayn so much. He's um oh, but, but like growing up, like I, you know, Jeff Hardy was was a big, you know, you know, hero, so to speak, of mine. Um, like my favorite match of all time, like I said, I grew up watching all the WrestleMania's. WrestleMania, WrestleMania X seven, the triple threat triple threat ladder match oh, with man. the Dudley Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys. Favorite match of all time. I yeah, I can't disagree I, with
0: that. Cannot disagree with that.
1: Like, if I'm in a bad mood, that's the match that I put on to make me smile. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But, like, you know, I took my pump knee from Kenny Omega a little bit. You know, I, I like to say that I do a little bit better, but, you know, I toot my own horn, you know, whatever. He's, he's only the PWI number one. You know,
0: okay, it's okay, <laughs> and of course, there's a fair few of your matches available for my listeners and viewers to go out and, and sample. You've got your own YouTube channel, of course, where yes. like quite a few of your matches are. Um, so, uh, if you want to see kind of um, a Fletch Malone, you, you can do on it on his YouTube channel, of course, and uh, lots of really cool action and full matches there. But uh, another thing that really stands out about you, Fletch, is your confidence and your ability in front of a microphone, in front of a camera. Um, you only have to go out and search your, your social media, there's t- Tons of videos there of you cutting promos, doing kind of uh, piece to cameras, and uh, that that appears to be another strength of yours is, is your uh, your confidence and your ability in front of a camera and in front of a mic.
1: Yeah, I've uh, <laughs> growing up, I was always considered a bit of a dramatic kid. Um, I was I was always you know the one to you know make make things a bigger deal than they were. Um, I wasn't introduced into any sort of like acting or anything until senior year of high school. Unfortunately, uh, I wish that I was able to find that a little bit earlier in my life, but yeah, it's it, like I said earlier, it's just, it's turning myself up to 15. Like it's, it's just me depending on, you know, what, what role I'm playing. It's either the douchey parts of me or the nice guy parts of me. You know, and, and I, I'm out of ten is the douchey parts of me. I love to make people hate me. The booze fuel me. Like i very recently started getting, you know, booked as a good guy and it's 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 weird. Like I don't I don't know if I like people cheering for me or not. Yeah,
0: like I say, but but eventually there has to be that turn, doesn't it? And it, it depends who are you going to turn on uh, and true. how it's going to happen. But uh, but I mean, like I say, from everything I've seen, from the in-ring ability to your promo work to the, the character and, the, you know, the moniker of the vape god, I think you're kind of building a very nice package uh, there and uh, becoming the kind of, dare I say, you know, the, 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 the accomplished wrestler. But uh, you must be very proud of, of what you've achieved so far in, in a relatively short space of time.
1: I am. Um, it's sometimes it's hard to look back and actually acknowledge all that you have accomplished. Um, come, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 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 definitely hard. Like it's I I have to, to stop every now and then and be like, holy shit, this, you know, this this just happened like last week when I got to wrestle Hornswoggle, like after the match, I was just like, I just wrestled Hornswoggle like what, what is my life right now like next month i'm going to be in a locker room with with Tommy Dreamer and Rhino like i it's it, it's it's amazing but at the same time it's it's not enough like yeah. i always want more i never i never stop like i'm going to turn my camera oh yeah that way like i don't know if you can read that or not it says grind like do the mundane work it's that's it's what it takes, and it's I hate it, but I love it at the same time. Yeah,
0: yeah, we, we've had a comment that come through, uh, that's come through saying the vape god always puts on a great match. Uh, Much appreciated. So, uh yeah absolutely absolutely uh so uh as, as we start to kind of draw this uh, interview to a close i mean um who, who are some of your your favorite uh opponents that you've had over the last few years then uh fletcher oh. uh, so some of the ones that kind of really stand out as being you've had you've had fantastic chemistry you've put on you know a good match or several good matches with this uh, opponent uh or opponents uh, who stands out in your mind as being some of your favorite opponents to have a match with
1: I mean, obviously AR Fox, like that's, that's my favorite match of all time. It's the first and only time that we have been in the ring in singles competition. It was on new year's day this year. Like it's, it's available on, on the YouTube. My dad was able to be there. My little brother was able to be there. My best friend, like his whole family was able to be there. It was really cool just overall. And I I'm able to say that I was able to pull out a victory on AR Fox. Like how many people can actually say that? You know, uh um, pretty cool. And as far as up here goes, uh CJ Cole, like I said earlier, that I have a match with later tonight. Um one on one. We've we've had one bad like not not horrible match, but it wasn't good. But we've had three just absolute bangers, and it's it's always good to go one on one with him. It should be fun to, you know, tag against him tonight. Um Sierra. Uh, is is a rising star up here in the Wisconsin area. She was recently featured on AW Dark against uh, the Bunny. Uh, I got to wrestle her one on one for the first time last Friday, and that was really cool. Um, we we're actually we we're actually really close friends, like behind the scenes. And yep. since we became friends, that was one of the matches that you know I was looking forward to having. So those those are probably three of my favorite matches, at least from this year, because there's. <laughs> yeah. So many matches to think back on.
0: Yeah, and 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 uh, so many more to come as well. And as we mentioned earlier, I, I said you were the, the current BCW uh, champion, but uh, you, you're the former uh, BCW All-Wisconsin Fairs and Festivals Heavyweight champion. But now that you've had the, the taste for gold, and hopefully you might get some more over the weekend with that uh, tag championship match, but now that you've had the taste, uh, Fletcher, have you got your sights set on... Other bits of uh, title wear, hardware, gold,
1: um, and uh, any champions you might have your eye on in the local area. Well, um, I did just debut last month for F5 Underground in Fenton, Michigan. Uh, they are starting the process to crown their first ever heavyweight champion. Oh. So my eye is definitely on that. Um, I will be making my debut. I believe the show just got rescheduled to sometime in November, but is for All Heel Wrestling in, I can't remember the name of the town in Illinois. Um, they are making their debut show next month so you know got got some eyes on you know heavyweight titles midwest titles um ICW golden always on my mind you know BCW heavyweight championship BCW tag titles always got gold on my mind brother there's a reason that uh that my mod is gold and my gear is gold
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure there's plenty more gold uh, down the road for you. But uh, before we let you go, uh, an opportunity for you to first of all tell us where you're performing again over the weekend. You've got a lot of shows, a very busy weekend starting from tonight and through to tomorrow. Uh, and then uh, hit us with your socials as well, where we can uh, find you and say hi and learn more about
1: the vape god. I can do that. Uh, Like I said earlier, tonight, Brew City Wrestling at the Wrestling Taco in West Allis, Wisconsin. Bell time is at 6 p.m. Taco eating contest is at 5 p.m. Facebook user doesn't show your name, so I apologize for not saying your name. I would love to see myself as the F5 champ as well. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Later on tonight, I will be at Fourth Wall Wrestling at the Buena Vista Banquets in West Allis, Wisconsin at 8 p.m. Tomorrow, we are in North Prairie, Wisconsin at 2 p.m. And then at Waukesha, in Waukesha, Wisconsin at the Elks Lodge at 7 p.m. going for those tag team championships at Brew City Wrestling. Uh, and as far as social media goes... Get your pens and paper ready, ladies and gentle vapors, because got a list coming to you. All right. You can find me on the Twitter machine at VapeGodFletch, Instagram at TheFletchMalone, Facebook Fletch Malone, YouTube Fletch Malone, uh, Twitch and PSN. Go ahead and follow me. Add me as a friend at VapeGodFletch. And then Pro Wrestling Tees, brainbuster Tees, and Storefrontier.com. Search Fletch Malone or Vape God Fletch Malone, and you will find me. Go buy that merch. I got a family to support. This is my oh, job, yeah. y'all.
0: Oh, yeah. And don't forget to check out Fletch Malone on his YouTube channel as well. Yes. And lots of a ton of uh, fun matches there uh, uh, featuring Fletch Malone and uh, many of his matches over the last few years. But uh, the Vape God, Fletch Malone, it's been amazing speaking to you. Thank you so much for coming on the Wrestling with John's podcast. Hope you have a, a very good and successful weekend. And uh, hopefully
1: we'll catch up with you again soon, my friend much appreciated brother it has been a pleasure blessing these peasants with my presence (laughs) and ladies and gentle vapors always remember to bow down there we go Fletch malone thank you very much thank you